Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show! You enter a room. You can tell it's old, aged. Strange sights and smells assault your senses. You move toward the center, trying to find a place that feels safe, your own. You sit, chilled, and then... The lights go out. (coughs) And then they're replaced by stage lights and music and singing. Huh. I guess musical theater and horror are kind of a weird combination. But why? Let's talk about it. Hey everyone, I'm Michael Ratty, aka Musical Theater Writer Guy. Musical Theater Writer Guy. That's me. When we think about media for telling stories of horror, musical theater is not one of the first ones that comes to mind. And yet there are surprisingly a large number of musicals and musical films that can be placed into this genre. So what's up with this weird relationship? I want to start off by saying that I'm using the term horror pretty loosely here. I think it's the best descriptor for the genre, but it might be more helpful to say that we're talking about musicals that use the element of the spooky. Spooky. It would be very difficult to write a musical that would make you jump like horror movies or haunted experiences do, but to write a spooky atmosphere or to use horrific ideas is pretty doable. Let's start off with the question of why is it difficult to write a jump scare horror musical? I mean, music is a huge part of what makes a good jump scare in the first place, right? True, however, the ability to make a good jump scare relies on a couple of things. Number one, you've got to get the audience to truly empathize with the characters as though they are there. And number two, being surprised. Both of these are difficult to accomplish in musicals. Due to the nature of most theater, there tends to be a separation, often a physical separation, between the audience and the world the performers are inhabiting. But even if there isn't, the main thing that separates an audience from the performers and makes the performance feel, well, performative, is that the characters on stage are singing their emotions and singing their lives. We are not. So sucking the audience members directly in as though they are living in the same world becomes much, much harder. To the second point, musical theater is a medium in which surprise is very difficult to achieve and is also kind of boring. Part of the fun of theater, and especially musical theater, is that the audience knows more than the characters on stage do. It's far more fun to watch the tension build because we know what's about to happen and where the story is going far before the characters do. Surprise often feels like a total cop-out, or like a fast one is being pulled on the audience. Deus ex machina, anyone? So, for these reasons, writing jump-scare horror is basically impossible in musical theater. Occasional jump-scares are totally doable. I mean, like the whistle at the beginning of Sweeney Todd. Gets me every time. But it's not sustainable to do it for an entire show. So, let's talk about the kinds of horror musicals that do exist, because there are actually quite a lot of them. Like, surprisingly a lot. 
Theater and horror have a long history together, starting all the way back from telling ghost stories around a campfire. So it's not surprising that musical theater has a little bit of a horror habit as well. Since we've already established that these musicals aren't going to fall into the category of jump scares, I've created some other categories for us to define and organize this genre. Now, I'll recognize right up front that even though I'm going to be naming examples in each of these categories, most of these musicals will cross over between multiple categories. Also, I am including horror musical movies in here as well. Okay, onward. Category one, high drama. High drama would be the shows that are considered in the bones of their stories to be part of the horror genre, but who also take the stories they are telling seriously. There may be some melodrama or high theatrics or camp involved, but at the end of the day, the characters on stage are actually living in these worlds and within these horrific stories with as little visible irony as possible. These would include musicals like Sweeney Todd, Carrie, The Phantom of the Opera, The Corpse Bride, Death Note, Jekyll and Hyde, Dracula the Musical, Lestat. Many of these shows have a gothic horror bent to them, which makes sense. I mean, these stories are high drama enough on their own, so why not add some costumes and lights and dancing and music? Alright, now I'm going to put one more musical on this list in the category. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the musical adaptation written by myself and composer Sean Havrilla. You can check it out on my website, and there are some videos on YouTube as well. Okay, shameless plug over. Category number two, camp. And I'm not referring to the film. Oh, we musical theater nerds do have a soft spot for camp. And horror does as well. It's kind of a match made in hell? Huh. I'd put musicals in here like The Rocky Horror Show or Picture Show, Little Shop of Horrors, Evil Dead the Musical, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Beetlejuice, Dance of the Vampires, The Addams Family, Young Frankenstein. Not that the characters here aren't taking their worlds and their stories seriously, it's just that those worlds are a bit more self-aware, include a lot of dark humor, and are a bit more sparkly than the first category. Oh hey, if you're having a good time or finding some value here, would you mind giving the video a little like? I'd really appreciate it. Thanks! Number three, the smallest category, psychological. Now, I debate about even including this category, since the only produced musical I could think of that would even fit in this category is American Psycho. However, I decided to keep it for two reasons. Number one, I know there are several developing musicals that would fit into this category, and number two, the theater loves psychological horror, and I think musical theater will be finding a way to have more shows that fit here. I mean, when you have theater adaptations of stories like A Clockwork Orange or 1984, which both happened pretty recently, I can only imagine that composers and lyricists will eventually find a way to incorporate psychological horror into the musical theater. Category number four, parody. You had to know this one was coming, right? Off-Broadway has been a place that's been rife with parody for the past couple of decades, and horror parody is no exception. I think Silence the Musical was the parody that lasted the longest Off-Broadway, but there have been other parodies written as well of Halloween, Friday the 13th, and other classics. 
Also, my friend Aaron Michael Kruger co-wrote a show called Grudgical several years ago, showing that this category is not going anywhere. And the last horror musical category, number five, cult following. As I researched this topic, I was surprised to find out just how many cult-following musicals, well, mostly movie musicals, there actually are. It's both wonderful and slightly disturbing. Often these musicals are not the best, but that's kind of what makes them lovable and amazing. They get a reputation for being weird and delightful, and therefore they gain a small but mighty following of cult fanatic adoring fans. These would include such classics as Repo, the genetic musical, Don't Go in the Woods, Anna and the Apocalypse, Stage Fright, Cannibal the Musical, The Phantom of Paradise, The Happiness of the Catacories, The Lore. I'm certain that there are more, but these were the most popular ones, at least from what I could find. Horror and musical theater may be strange bedfellows, but it's a combo that, in a lot of ways, makes a ton of sense. Both genres can be silly and fun and over the top and, well, just downright entertaining. And isn't that really what we're all looking for? So fellow cast members, what do you think? Was this video fun? Do you disagree with my categories? Would you like more content like this? Let me know in the comments below. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.